podcast where our mission is to offer thoughtful and inspiring parenting and educational programming. We are committed to producing impactful podcasts that add value to conversations around education, student advocacy, and parental challenges. My name is Heather Moore, and I'm the head of school at Straylitz International Academy in Virginia Beach, and I will be your host. I have over 28 years of experience in independent schools with eight years as a head of school and 20 years serving as an independent school chief financial officer. I also have raised two children, one finishing medical school and one starting law school, and have been married to my wonderful husband for over 31 years. Joining us on today's episode is Tom Purcell, the JCC Wellness Director, to share his wealth of knowledge related to health, fitness, and New Year's resolutions. Welcome, Tom. Thank you for having me. We're so happy to have you. Before we dive into New Year's resolutions, a favorite topic at this time of year, I think everybody's already starting to think about it. Um, why don't you share a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure. Thank you. I've been in the uh, health industry for almost 30 years. I uh, always had wellness in my life as a young athlete going through high school and college and then during college, I stopped playing sports and got out of shape myself, got overweight, and I woke up one day saying, you know what, I need to take care of me. I need to care, take care of my health. And that's really where the journey started for me. It started with my own personal health in college. So I recognized it. I did something about it. And I just started basic. I started with basic exercise throughout the week. I started with trying to learn more about nutrition. You know, the college diet's not necessarily the greatest diet in the world yeah, to have. Yeah, the, the freshman uh, 15, fed, I think Yeah, they exactly. <laughs> Going out on Friday night, not waking up till Sunday, but that's a whole other story. But anyways, so, <laughs> but yeah, so I started with myself and I, and I realized that, you know, I have a precious, a precious vessel here in my body and I need to take care of it. Yeah. And I was young enough and hopefully smart enough to understand that. And as I developed into a career and learned more about it, I really loved, loved helping people with their wellness of, of any shape, size, age, it didn't matter. So I've been doing it for 30 years. I've owned fitness centers in the past. I'm the wellness director here at the JCC. I personal train, I teach classes. I you know, speak with folks and companies and stuff for. So I just love being around wellness and I love helping people. Well, I tell you what, I think that's amazing that you thought about it at such a young age because most people do not think about their body as a precious vessel that they only have one of until later in life and they start saying, oh my gosh, I've done horrible things to myself and now I need to turn it all around and fix it. So that's really amazing that yeah, you've had that you. foresight. Thank you. Yes, yeah. thank you. I was lucky. All right. So let's let's dive into the whole New Year's resolution. Um, how do you approach working with clients who set New Year's resolutions related to fitness and health? Like, how do you approach it? Well, first of all, I like and I don't like New Year's resolutions. <laughs> yeah. There's, I'm two sides of the coin. I like New Year's resolutions because it motivates people initially to think about what am I going to do when the New Year strikes, and a lot of it is health and wellness, what am I going to do to take care of my health? I like that aspect, but what I don't like is that they set the New Year's resolution as a date. Yeah. And meaning that... Um, they could be thinking about it in, in the November during holiday season, but I get the number one excuse by not doing it at that time because they don't have the time to start. Yeah. But I like that they are thinking about it, but what I don't like they necessarily say, well, I'm going to wait till then. I really want people to start today. I hear you. you I know, do. But, and, but the positive mm -hmm. side of that, I think, is just that it gives them a starting point mm -hmm. so they can say to themselves for November, October, November, December, okay, in January, I have to stop these kinds of behaviors and start fresh. That's right. I mean, and, that's, and I do like for the ones that end up doing that, I also have ones 
that had all the greatest intentions in the world, October, November through December. Yeah. But when that January strikes, I don't see them. Yeah. Right. And I might see them maybe later. Maybe it's February. Maybe it's March. They missed that that, that deadline they set for themselves. That's why I'm kind of back and forth with yeah. it. I like it, but I, then I don't like it because I do like folks saying, okay, I do want to start in January and that's fine. But what about today? What can I do? Just a small thing today yeah. that I can do to change my health. It might not be going to the gym. It might be that I'm going to walk a little bit further today. I'm going to track my steps that I don't track normally, or I might walk up, walk up the flight of stairs instead of taking the elevator. It's those small things I can do within my day that I can start being healthy today. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I like to look at. It makes sense. Okay. Makes when sense. I start with folks. Well, it's kind of like what you've been doing with us here at SIA with our faculty this year, we've had this wellness program that we've tried to implement and roll out this year and uh, I can't remember what month it was that we started it might have been October but you created a whole month of things that people could do one small thing each day they weren't even all fitness related mm-hmm. although um, some most of them were but they were they were baby steps and I thought that was good because you don't want to come at somebody overwhelming mm-hmm. them with you have to exercise an hour a day and you know because that doesn't last, unfortunately, no. for a lot of people. For some, it does, but for mm-hmm. a lot of people, it doesn't. That's, that's um, correct, yes. As you know, I've, I'm one of those crazy lifelong exercise people, mm-hmm. and I do it. I exercise it um, at least four times a week at, oh, dark 30 in the morning, 5 a.m., because that's what works for me. Right, you know, because, that's, well, that's, that's interesting. So a lot of people can learn from you. So number one is, why do you do that? Why, that's the other thing I ask folks when they first start their exercise. I want to start in New Year's, right? So we're going to start a date. Okay, tell me why. Why do you want to do it? So what's your why? I have a lot of whys, but I think my, first of all, why do I do it at 5 Mm a.m.? Because the only impediment for me at 5 a.m. is me. Mm -hmm. As the day goes on, all kinds of things happen and can get in my way and prevent me from being able to exercise. I I just, there's too many work-related things, family-related things, and I can also come up with a lot of excuses of why I'm not going to do it after 5 Mm p.m. So 5 a.m., the only excuse is, you know, I'm the only person in my way. I just have to get up and get out of bed. So that works better for me. I'm doing it to keep my body as healthy as I can keep my body. That's my goal with exercise, especially as I age. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important. You have to keep your flexibility. You have to keep your cardio, all those things. You have to keep your bones strong Mm -hmm. as much as you possibly can. So that's another why for me. But also, it really reduces my stress Mm -hmm. level. I mean, I I have such better days because I exercised in the morning. It just, it sets the tone for the rest of my day. So that, it just works for me. Well, you know, I... You know, like, it's like I'm, I'm looking at a mirror here because that's exactly <laughs> what I try to come across to, to, to clients, right? Those are the whys I really want them to shoot for because a lot of times when I get folks that come in, I want to lose weight. I want to look better. Well, we all want to lose weight. Of course weight. we do. Of so. course we do. Yes, we want to look better. We like to see ourselves in the mirror. We might want to appear to look younger if we're older or what, whatnot, okay? Good health can make you have and, and be healthy, okay? But... The things I like to hear is during my daytime, because it's so busy, where can I fit it in? And you're finding that time to do so because it is so important, Yeah. right? It is about the only time you can stay consistent. If you want a secret to exercise and being healthy, it's consistency. It's not how long you do it. It's not necessarily how hard you do it. It's consistency. It could be as little as 20 minutes. It could be as long as two hours, but we want to be consistent. So don't feel like it's all in or all out. 
Okay, and that's where a lot of folks fail as well when they start off. They start with this grand plan. I'm going to do three classes a day. I'm going to run 20 miles. All these grand things <laughs> that they, they have hurt. in their mind. Yeah, and they yeah. end up injuring themselves. They end up that they can't just do it because of time or whatnot, or not even physically able, but you find that time. So that's great. And people ask me all the time, when's the best time to exercise? Well, I've heard you burn more calories in the morning to do in the evening. I heard you do this and do that. Listen. It's when you feel like you're going to be the most consistent. And for most business, busy people and executives that I have, people that have full-time jobs, families, and so forth, it typically is the first thing in the morning. That is their time that they have. They can choose to sleep in a little bit longer. They can choose to get up and exercise. They can choose to do this, do that. But usually that's the thing because you get it done. Yeah. Because as your day goes on, you have other obligations beyond yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you sacrifice yourself for others, whether it's a school, whether it's your family. Yeah. Okay? So a lot of us have to sacrifice a lot of things when we work and we do other things because you're trying to do the right thing right so the only time you really have is that first thing in the morning so typically i like to say that's the best time but it's really if you don't feel like getting up and you can stay consistent in the evening and do it in the evening okay so one's not better than the other but you want to stay consistent how are you going to be most consistent that's so i advice. like your answers to that and those are all the great answers make you feel better yeah that's the other thing i try to emphasize we kind of go into that next question is when we go into folks instead of setting the goals of weight loss and thing, we can do those things too yeah right but let's not get too far out in front i like little goals more so than larger goals so it's just like life in itself life truly is not a destination okay in life it's continuous right? We go from here. So we might have a goal. Okay. I want to go here next week. So we go there. Well, what's next? Well, we go here. So that's kind of like how we look at our exercise journey and taking our health. Yeah. We can set these little goals as we go along, but let's go ahead and take it for the journey as we go along, right? You'll be healthy as long as you stay consistent and we can modify things as we go along and we do have to adjust at times. And so really that's where I come into play as a trainer. A lot of times people say, well, you write up workout programs and you have people do this and you might count reps and all that yeah we do that but it's really the accountability factor yeah okay because you have somebody else that coaching you and, and helping you along the way but also to make those adjustments sometimes and that's where a lot of people fail uh where they go in and they really don't know they don't have the guidance and then they don't know where to go if they get uh, an injury or they get something that happens to them that didn't need to make those adjustments. And that's why I don't like the all, all in or all out because then they feel like they've let themselves down. They feel like failures. And no one should ever feel like they've failed if they've tried. Yeah. You know, there is no failure in trying. It's not trying is when you fail. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, there's some days, you know, I wake up and I don't feel as good. There might right. be something bothering me. I might mm -hmm. have, you know, a sore muscle or who knows what. And then I'll modify whatever I was planning to do. I'll do something that's a little less strenuous on my body. I'll be kind to my body. That's really what it's about for me. I'm not exercising to, you know, beat myself up and lose 15 pounds. Right. I am exercising for good, strong health. So there are days that you have to give yourself a break and do something do. a little less rigorous. That's exactly you know? right. And, and that takes time. Be okay with it. That's right. It takes time. It takes some experience and it just takes learning you because that's the other tricky part. Everyone's different. Yeah. You know, you know, Heather, it's, it's, it, it, that might work for you exactly that way, but for somebody else, we might have to make some adjustments here based on whatever factors. It could be orthopedic issues that they have. Yeah. It could be a, you know, some type of other, uh, maybe it's a disability have we had to work around, but it's okay. We will work around what's special to you. And that's really the key. Everyone's uniquely made, and we got to see what makes makes the right fit for you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So what strategies do you use 
I guess when you see you have a client who's starting to lose motivation mm -hmm. or maybe they're not coming at, you know, three times a week anymore, they'll come like once a week or what do you do to try to help them through that? Yeah, it's interesting when you start and you, you see the New Year's resolution crowd comes in the first of the year, uh, you'll have an influx of folks and about some will start off the first couple of weeks. Then all of a sudden you start seeing a little bit decline after a couple of weeks and after a month, a little bit more decline. And then honestly, by the eight to 12 week period in that, that's a sweet spot. Yeah. If they're going to continue on, you'll get probably 70 to 80% of them that don't continue on after the, the initial start. Now, the ones that have already started before the new years, you'll see them continue on, but about 33, maybe 30% of them, you know, that's it. You know, they're done. So what do we do? So we got to find out what's going on, number one. Okay. Everyone's a little different. There's not one answer to that. No, no. You know, it could be a family crisis. You know, it could be a health issue personally. It could be something else that's going on in their life uh, that they're just, you know, not motivated for whatever reason. So we got to find out. And again, I'm not trying to get in anybody's head. I'm not a psychiatrist or anything like that. But I'm there to hold their hand throughout the whole process. If, they're, if they want to talk to me about certain things, I'm fine with that. If they don't, I respect that as well. But we really want to find out. Let's get back to where we were before and let's remember why we got here in the first place. And why do we want to do this? Yeah. And so that's why, again, when we start setting our goals, let's set these small little goals throughout instead of having this grand goal of, okay, I've not met that goal yet. I feel disappointed and I start fading. But we also have to find out why are we not consistent? And if it's a time thing, let's find out another time. If we need to reduce the workout time or whatever, we'll do that. Or if it's a different day. So everyone's a little different. We just got to find out what, what's, what's going on. And sometimes it's almost unavoidable that, okay, they can't get to the gym because they have other obligations outside of here that take precedent. So let's find out within that day, within their day, how can we implement those small changes in? And that's really how I start with people. When I start with anybody, I don't care if it's New Year's resolution, I don't care if you come to me in the middle of July, I find out, tell me about you, tell me about you, what do you do for a living, do you have a family? Again, not trying to get personal, but I'm trying to find out what your day's like. Yeah. And then how can I implement wellness into your day i'm not trying to change your day if you try to change somebody's day and make it unrealistic they're not gonna stick with it that's true you know it that goes i'm not a nutritionist but i can give nutrition advice of how to do certain things i can't write a menu out for you but what i can to do i can select okay here's how you go through the process and it's just like with with proper nutrition how can we maybe take some things away maybe it's not as healthy for you to reduce some of that maybe caloric intake or sugar intake that you're taking in just as an example small things you can can do today to replace those things we can do those things just like with your lifestyle yeah you know earlier we talked about me walking a little bit further that day tracking your steps instead of parking close to the building to walk into the <laughs> building park the far in the parking lot all those little things add up yeah throughout your day yeah. does that make sense don't take the elevator use the don't stairs. take the elevator you can take the stairs unless you got something you got to hold in your hands or carry boxes then you might want to take it so you kind of answered my next question, but I was going to ask you about customized workout plans mm -hmm. along with nutrition. So you kind of answered that. You kind of you work with people and guide them through their current nutrition. You, do. you don't necessarily create menus and things for them, but you kind of help them talk about their typical day of what they eat and maybe make suggestions to them. About yeah, how we can make suggestions. It. As certified personal trainers, we can make suggestions. We just can't pull out a, a, a dietary plan. Or a, I want you to have this for best specifically and whatever. You can list a good wholesome foods you can have, not so much. Now, if you have health issues such as diabetes and things of that nature, you certainly have need a certified registered dietitian. 
uh, nutritionist to speak with, obviously yeah. your doctor and those type of things. So, but a lot of it is, it's really your structure is, you know, how are you eating? Are you eating most of your uh, food in the evenings? You are you eating late at night. Uh, what type of beverage are you drinking? Are you right. taking a lot of sugar? I mean, a lot of times it's just uh, extra calories or extra, you know, those add-ons that really are detriment to our health, you know, really as far as our nutrition goes. What I have found is not necessarily the type of food we're eating. It's really it's how much we're eating. Yeah, if you read the labels, too, and you see what's what's been added to there's sugar in everything, everything. We, we buy today. So yeah. you have to really read and be sure you're buying something that doesn't have sugar. You really I do. I mean, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, you, you do, yeah. And, 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 and those items are usually a little bit more expensive than yeah. the ones with the sugar in them, surprisingly. That's right, but exactly. But anyway, that, that's a whole other thing. We did a whole, we did a whole podcast okay. on nutrition. Excellent. They go hand-in-hand, hand, exercise and nutrition to some well, they, degree. Well, they, re- they really do, particularly you know, if you come to me and say, okay, I want to lose weight. And if it's a significant amount of weight, we really, we can do exercise. Certainly, I want you to exercise, but I don't like to use exercise as a weight loss plan. Okay, because it's not, particularly as we age. As our metabolism lowers, we also have to look at our nutrition. So I ask them to go, and maybe they're really struggling with it, go talk to a nutritionist or dietitian on those things to really maybe get their, their self straight. Because, again, everybody's a little different. But I don't want them to think exercise alone will do it. It can help aid to it with the extra caloric outtake that when you burn energy and also with the muscle being dense and you start building lean muscle, it can raise that metabolism because it has to repair itself so you burn more calories. But we want to make sure that exercise is a wellness plan for life. It is. You know, it's going to give you a life of being strong, like you stated earlier, why you do it. Uh, your, your endurance is going to be much better, your flexibility. When you cover all those different bases of wellness, it's what you're trying to do is add quality as you age. Yeah. And that's all we're trying to do is your quality. I love life. that. Where quality you, as you age. Where do you see yourself? You know, it's hard to see yourself aging. Okay, and if we're lucky enough to age, <laughs> yes. and I have plenty of uh, clients in my classes. I mean, you stepped in a class the other day. I had several 80-year-olds in those classes. And power doing, to them. They were doing they great. They do remarkable well. I mean, <laughs> getting on the floor, getting back up, doing squats, doing lunges, you know, lifting weights. They're doing tr- tremendous. I just had a 94-year-old I was training. You know, that so is impressive. It, it really is. And we're in a generation now that there are seniors today, the 70s, the 80s and 90s. This is the first real generation that has exercise, has normalized exercise in their life. Their you're parents right. didn't have it. Yeah, you're right. It was right. it was manual labor. It was OK. Once I retire, I sit in a rocking chair for the rest of my life. <laughs> now, seniors aren't like this. Seniors want to be involved. They want to take vacations. They're active. They're very active. Some still work part time. You know, well under age. So age is really just a number anymore. It really is. And we look at health and wellness totally different. And it is scientific. And some people come to me and they'll say, well, I'm busy. Well, what are you busy doing, right? Well, we might be busy mentally. We might be busy physically walking around. But you really do need to take care of your body scientifically in a wellness way. I call fitness wellness. That's your new wellness plan. Love okay, it. it really is. Going to the doctor, yes, get checked out. If you need a certain prescription, that's fine. But wellness needs to be in there as far as physical wellness needs to be part of that plan. And that's a day-to-day plan. Yeah, I you know? totally agree with that. Yeah. What do you do to like provide some sort of variety to keep people from getting bored? Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly... I- I sometimes run into that where you feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again. So yeah. you're you're trying to find something different to just yeah. spark your interest your again. Interest, yeah. Well, I, I like people. I like folks to experiment. Don't be afraid to try. Yeah. I like folks that do variety. What I, we call a term called cross training. Cross training of exercises. 
And what it means that, you know, one day you might do a yoga class, okay? Brings a totally dimension to your health and, and how you train the body versus next day I might do a HIT class, a high-intensity training class, or I might do a spin class for cardiovascular reasons, or I might do a weight training class, a body pump class. Different type of classes bring different types of development of health. I look at four areas of wellness. Are you covering these four areas, okay, mm -hmm. to be perfectly sound and healthy? Cardiovascular training, that's getting your heart rate up over an extended period of time, 20, 30 minutes. Typically, it takes a minimum of about 20 minutes to see the benefits of cardiovascular training. I like to see a little bit more than that. You can do that on a daily basis depending on how you're doing it. If it's low-impact aerobic, you can do that virtually every day. Going for a walk for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever it may be. Going for a swim. Most I'm talking about non-low-impact type exercises. Going for a bike ride, doing those things, a spin, a rowing type motion. If you run, depends on the person's body. That as you age, you have to be careful when you run. It's a high ballistic motion. It can be tough on the joints. Fair. So you have to be careful uh, of ballistic type exercises, hit programs, CrossFit. All those are great, great exercises. So they have to be real careful uh, on those things. A lot of injuries are happening with pickleball now because a lot of people are playing almost every day. So they might have to space those out. It really depends on the body. Some bodies can handle more than others, but you have to be smart about it. So I like to see cardiovascular training most days a week. Most mm -hmm. days, you can take one or two days off, but about five days a week, I really like to see you up and moving around for 20, 30 plus minutes. The other thing is strength training. Now, strength training does have to do every day. But if you're doing full body, I want minimal two days to three days a week of strength training. What is strength training? It could be lifting dumbbells, bands, machines. It could be body weight exercises, push-ups, mm -hmm. dips, yeah. squats, lunges, things of that nature to keep those muscles strong, the bone density, and the connective tissue strong. That I had found as folks age, very, very, very important okay. for the aged body. Because I've had a lot of folks come to me, oh, I walk every day. And they might walk every day, and they might walk at a good clip, where maybe it's a 15-minute mile, 20-minute mile pace, but they're not doing strength training. I've found and have seen those bodies deteriorate right in front of my eyes because the muscles are getting weak. They're atrophy. They're losing the strength. Mm -hmm. Walking alone won't do it. Even It won't even strengthen the legs as much. It helps your endurance, but we have to add a little bit more pressure to that tissue to keep it strong. And the reason what happens is, is that when we set, and it really happens in sedentary folks, and when they sit down for long periods of time, they get weak. Well, why do they get weak? The muscles aren't being engaged. They don't have much stress to them. And what happens is they just kind of lay there. They lay flat. They get flabby. They get loose. And so atrophy happens. That's the less strength happens. And also what happens, the bone density is connected mm -hmm. to the tendon, doesn't get torque. So then the bone gets weak. They're not getting any stimulation. So if you don't stimulate the body, you don't stimulate the muscle, the bone, the connective tissue, that gets weak over time. But if we do that weekly and it gets just enough strain, Again, a proper exercise program will do that. Then that connective tissue, the muscle, the bones will get stronger and stay stronger. Okay, that's for a long, long period of time. As long as your muscle is active, it can get strong up to over a hundred years. A hmm. hundred year old, a centurion can stay strong. Yeah, all right. Absolutely. It, it really can. We're in a new area now where you're going to see again if something else happens to you out of your control, get hit by a bus, get cancer, something that's just out of your control. We just kind of have to adjust to that, right? But day-to-day, -day, 
strengthen that body. So strength training is very important. Again, two or three days a week is sufficient, total body. Then we have flexibility. Flexibility, stretching, range of motion exercises. You know, we do things functionally every day. We reach a certain way. We do something. But there's other things we don't do. We don't reach behind us. We very rarely go above our head to reach for things unless we grab something out of the cupboard. So then our joints get tight. They get stiff because they're not used to moving that way. That's why you have to work on range of motion and flexibility exercises. And last but not least, balance exercises. We got to work on our balance. Yeah. Now, some of these things can be incorporated. If you take a yoga class or Pilates, some of them incorporate stretching, incorporate core exercise, incorporate balance. So sometimes classes can do some of those factors involved. Again, it's the balance of the whole. And it sounds like a lot, and I know that. I don't want to have anybody listen to this like, wow, I can't do all that. <laughs> Believe it or not, I know it sounds like a lot, and I don't mean to come across that way. I want them to understand there's four-year wellness, but you can implement those small things throughout the week. So it's not as much as it sounds. Yeah. Okay, it's really not. It's definitely not. It's very yeah. doable. Cause, I mean, if you just have 30 minutes a day, yes. you could probably get all of that done. You can very, so. very easily. And sometimes less than 20 minutes, yeah. believe it or not. Again, consistency. Definitely. It really does pay off. And you have a little bit extra time one day, you'll put a little bit extra time. In the days you don't feel like it, if you can mentally go in, you know what, I'm going to give myself 20 minutes. You know, there's certain days I don't like to, I like to run. That's just my hobby, right? But there's certain days I don't like to run, but I know how it makes me feel. Right, exactly. Right? How it makes me feel. You're talking about stress? That's why <laughs> I do it mostly. It's for my brain, not necessarily my body. Yeah. Because my, you know, my body doesn't feel up to it. My brain sometimes doesn't feel like it, but I know how I feel afterwards. But I'll give myself, okay, I'm just going to go run 10 minutes. After 10 minutes, if I'm running and I don't feel like doing it anymore, I'll stop, okay? I'm going to just call it a day. Yeah. It's just not for, I'm just, just not going to work today for whatever reason. But most of the time, 90% of the time, I keep on going. That's what I constantly tell myself, too. Like, I just tell myself, okay, you don't feel like it, and I, you're not in the mood for it, but let's just let's just do a few minutes. We'll do a, a shorter one just to see how we feel, yeah. um, a shorter bike ride or something. And nine times out of ten, I end up doing the whole thing, and I feel better as I start yes. moving. Like, I stop feeling so, like, not so great that day. And then by the time the workout's yes. finished, I'm like, oh, I feel so much better now. Don't so, you, and, don't, and don't you feel better about yourself? Yeah, Because do. sometimes if I, if I don't do it, and, and there have been days you probably didn't do it, I just don't, I feel like crud. I just don't, I don't feel good about it. I don't have that, that energy from the exercise. Because energy begets energy. Yes, it You know, does. some people that sit down too much, well, I need to rest more. No, you need to get up. <laughs> so when you're starting to feel tired, you need to get up and move. If you've already had a good, some people, you, and we'll talk about sleep in a minute. I was just going to ask you about it. Right. But, but the thing is, is that if you've gotten enough sleep and you throughout your day and you've been setting, you need to get up and start moving. Energy begets energy. you got to get the motor going. You have a self-generator. That's what's beautiful about this body of yours. You're electric. You're not plugged in anything. All you need is some water and a little bit of food. You need some sunlight. And this body can keep going for 100 plus years. It's always moving. It's always going. Right? It's amazing. It's Again, true. appreciate the glory of what you have. And that's really also what people have to understand. Really love yourself in that way that this is a beautiful piece you have. Yeah. It's cherished. It's wonderful. I love your passion. I really you know, do. <laughs> it really is. I mean, if you think about it, it's, it's amazing. It's the only thing you got, really. You can, it is. you can place a couple parts here and there, but mostly you got to keep up with it. You know, that's the thing. You got to get up. You got to start moving. But I feel guilty about when I don't do it. It's like, man, I let myself down and I lose confidence. But the days I don't feel like doing it, I go through it. Don't you feel like, you know, you give yourself a self pound on the back? Yeah. I feel good. I'm yeah. glad. Yay for me, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. I mean, you know, and I still go through the emotions that everybody looks, Tom, Mr. Fitness, and all that stuff. I have my days. Yeah, everybody I my, does. I still have days I feel heavy. I do. Back from those heavy days in college, yeah. I still see myself that way sometimes. Interesting. I do. I really do. And I, and I understand that mentality sometimes that the eating disorders 
and things happening. That's a real thing that they see themselves a different way than some people don't see themselves. Yeah. You know, it really does. So it's really getting back to that fact that let's take it slow. Let's take in consistency and make small changes. Yeah. You know, I love that. Yeah. So I guess you kind of touched on it already, but let's go back to it a little bit. What is your feeling about kind of like the holistic approach to health, including sleep, stress management, nutrition? What do you do on those fronts to help your clients yeah. when they're trying and, to have these fitness resolutions? And that's a whole part of it. Like like I said, when I sit down with any client, I talk about their life. I talk about where they, where they are, and then we look into those things. Obviously, we're going to talk about exercise. Then we're going to talk about sleep. We're going to talk about treating your nutrition and your stress levels and things like that. Again, there's a line there where I don't like to cross because I'm not trying to be their psychiatrist or things like that. But it's tough because once you get to know a client, it, it's a pretty close relationship. It's a friendship. It's a something that it is a client and trainer relationship, but it is that you're there for them. You're, I'm a cheerleader. Yeah. I really am. I'm there for them. And again, uh, you respect their time, their space, and everything else. And everybody's a little different. Some people open up. They open their whole world. Sometimes they <laughs> tell you a little bit too much. So, you know, you feel like a bartender or a hairdresser. So, anyways, <laughs> you know, so you hear a lot of things that, okay, next uh, next story. But, uh, but yeah, it's all those things we look at. And then we look at sleep, too, because I could get clients in the next day, and they just don't, for whatever reason, I haven't. What happened last night as far as you get any sleep and things. And sleep is so underrated, it's not even funny. In America, we're all about you got to work hard. You got to be driven. You got to work 80 hours a week. How much money you did make? You know, we got to get away from that mentality, dude. I mean, the thing is, is that, yeah, we're all going to work hard once we find the place that we need to be, you know? Right. But the thing is, you also look at the whole picture. And the hardest part in life is balance, isn't it? I agree. We balance our life as far as our career, our family, our relationships, our health. It's the hardest, hardest part to do. And a lot of times we get off balance. We Mm -hmm. all do. We're not perfect. No. And you got to give yourself a break too. So don't be hard on yourself when things are out of balance. And let's let's step back and take a breath and relax for a moment. And let's take a breather and kind of analyze where we are. And that's the other thing I feel like I can help folks and as trainers help is maybe help with the balance sometimes in life. And and, and tell them and reassure them it is okay. Yeah. Okay, you missed that. It's fine. Don't beat yourself over because you missed a workout here. But you're here now. But you're here now. Yeah. Or you had that big piece of cake last night, yeah. and it wasn't a party. It wasn't a birthday celebration. Because I basically say it's anything is good. It's just that some things would be more modified than others or in moderation than others. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So don't beat yourself up over it. You're, like you said, good you're advice. here right now, and that's where we are. What can we do right now? What's today? So, I mean, that kind of speaks to accountability, too. You have said that consistency is what's most important. And as long as you're, you know, communicating that to your clients, that's sort of your form of accountability, I'm guessing. It is. Yeah. It, it, it much so. And, and I, you know, I love working with clients. And I've had some. I've had uh, clients. Uh, my oldest client, we were both uh, 50. We were both 36 when I started with him. So wow. I've been with him for like, what, 21, 22 years. That's amazing. It is. It's a blessing. It's, it's, it's beyond that. I got to see his kids go from being born all the way to adult, young women. And it's just, and I've had several clients. It's a blessing to be able to see the tr- transformation of him going through his life, decades and things of that nature. It's wonderful. But I've also had clients that I've trained for quite some time. They either went on their own, did their own thing. But my thing is... If I've touched base with them over a period of months, maybe years, Mm -hmm. or they moved away and we keep in touch, they're still doing it. Yeah, which is what matters. That's my job. Yeah. That's my job. Educate them. 
you know, help them, lead them, but then they got it. Yeah. These young lives you have here in the school. Absolutely. And, that, and that's, that's being a teacher, right? Yeah. You're taking these young minds, you're educating them, you're putting them in a great sound foundation, learning these life skills, the value system you set forth, and you see them grow. And then one day they show up as an adult, and you don't even recognize them because they're <laughs> grown men and women. And look what they've done with lives. And it's got to it's gotta bring warm to your heart. It definitely I mean, does. Doesn't it, though, the purpose that you lay? I mean, Absolutely. it's wonderful. And I feel the same way. I really do. I tell everybody when the kids graduate, they stay that way in my mind until yeah. I see them again somewhere. And I'm always shocked that they're grown up. I'm like, wait a minute, you were just 10 yes. the other day. You're supposed yes. to still be 10, but instead they're like graduating yeah. from college. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it reminds so, us of how we're old we're getting to. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yes, it does. Um, so Tom, how do you keep yourself updated on the latest like fitness trends and you know yeah. all those cool well, things? Well, there's stuff all particularly with the social media and all the all the stuff we have. I mean, it used to be in the old days, magazines and newspapers, not right? Not anymore. And TV, right? No, not anymore. It's everywhere. Um, just stay updated, read a lot. So I read daily on every I mean everything I can get my hands on. I listen. That's the other thing about being a trainer, you have to listen. I don't know everything, never will. Never know enough. Lifelong learner. Oh, That's what always. I always say. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and never be afraid to say, I don't know that answer. I don't know it. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to find out more. Find out whether it's my own research or find out from other folks that might know. Uh, learn from them. Uh, we also, as trainers, we do what they call continuing education unit CEUs. Mm -hmm. And we have so many we do throughout the year to keep us updated. And that could vary from anything in exercise and nutrition to lifestyle and things of that nature. Okay. So we do classes and, and so forth and take extra certification classes over, over time. And the reason the CEUs are important is that because you become certified, and I've had three certifications, national certifications I've had over the years, but then things change and they evolve. Right. And even exercises evolve evolved and changed over the years. That's um, true. You know, they used to be, just to give an example of folks are out there listening and are used to doing lap pull down, lap uh, machine pull downs. I remember That's the pull those. down, the pull leap system. Yeah. You bring your arm, the arm up the bar and you pull it down. What used to be years ago, pull behind your neck and lean forward. Well, they don't teach that anymore. Oh. All right. They even designed the machine different where you pull in front. It's easier on the rotator cuff. It's easier on the cervical over your neck. Uh -huh. And it's in, in a direct your lats. That's the side of your back towards your upper back, your, your big fans you call on your back where you target. And that's really a safer way to do it. But that took years and years of research and huh. design. So things do change over time. Things do change. So we keep updated on those, uh, on those uh, techniques and different exercises that we do. So it, it's a variety of things. That's great. Yeah. Well, so, okay, I guess as sort of to wrap it up a little bit, um, what advice would you give, you know, some of our listeners out there if they are considering some New Year's fitness resolutions? What, what would be your most important things you'd want them to think about? I want them to think about, like I asked you earlier. In your, the very what's first your why? Question, what's your why? Yeah. Why do you want to do it? Okay. And if you don't know why, then there's there's some there's some reason why you're thinking about it. Yeah. And again, it could be weight loss, it could be strength, it could be endurance. I want to feel better. Um, I don't you know like the way I look. Whatever. It could be multitude of things. And there's not one right or wrong answer. There isn't a wrong answer as long as you have the desire to start getting healthy. But the one thing I want them again to think about is okay. I want to start on this date, and that's great. But also, what can I do right now today to maybe start those small steps? and learn and start getting that momentum started in those things. And I would say that, and if they still don't know, then I would definitely reach out like the JCC here. We have plenty of great trainers here that can 
just answer some of your questions. There might be you have some questions you're not sure about. And don't be afraid to ask questions because, okay. like I said, there's no bad question out there. And if we don't have an answer, we'll find it. But just to seek out advice if you're not sure where to get started okay. and how to get started. Does that make sense? Yep. So, yep. again, small steps throughout. And then set that date, but stick to that date. Don't get to that date and say, well, i got things going on now. It was a great I had all the intentions in the world, but that's why I wanted you to kind of get started a little bit now. And then that's where you're going to really get started with your 5 a.m. workouts or whatever it may be. <laughs> and that's the other thing. You're going to have to test some things. Sometimes you have all the intentions in the world to work out at 4 or 5 in the morning. And sometimes you're, it's really, really hard to do so. Yeah. Then try to find other times. Or it might be many workouts. Don't feel like it has to be one hour here. It could be 15, 20 minutes in the morning, 15, 20 minutes in the evening. That's I have true. a couple of workouts. Twice, twice a day. There's many, what I call mini workouts. Yeah. Just like when people don't, some people don't eat meals throughout the day, uh, don't, large meals, they'll eat throughout the day, graze. Mm -hmm. Instead of eating one large meal, they'll graze, they have a small in the morning, they have a snack, they have a small lunch, small snack, and small dinner, so they graze it out because the metabolism can metabolize that throughout the day. Yeah. Again, depends on what works for you. There's different ways to do this, okay? But be consistent. That's the key. Yeah. It's Take very individualized, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Every exactly. and every person is different. So thank you so much for coming That's it. Today. Oh and, no. <laughs> and for no, sharing that's... all of your wealth of knowledge and information. We really do appreciate it. If anybody is interested in reaching out to Tom Purcell at the JCC, we will make sure that we put his information up on our website. Okay, wrapping the whole thing mm. up. I think these are the most important main points. Consistency, variation of the different types of exercises. You said cardio, strength training, flexibility training, and balance. And actually balance becomes so much more important as we age. I can tell yes. you, I can vouch for that. But anyway, so I, those are the most important things. And, you know, don't beat yourself up. Just no. start wherever you are and go from there. That's exactly right. Appreciate who you are yes. and the vessel that carries you throughout the life. I love and if that. you look, if you look at that and say, wow, this is what I have to do. You know, one last thing I just want to say is that I, I usually carry a toothbrush with me when I go and make speeches, <laughs> toothbrush, you know, think, well, maybe he's got to brush his teeth. No. So I take it out of my pocket. And this is when I do like corporate speeches and things. I take this toothbrush out and I said, what is this? And they say, it's a toothbrush. And I say, well, what do you do with it? And they say, you brush your teeth. And I say, well, why do you brush your teeth? And they say, cause I want to keep it. Mm -hmm then why wouldn't you do that to the rest of your health? You brush so your teeth true. on a daily basis. Why not take care of the rest of it? Because we want to keep it. Yeah, so true. I love that. All right. Well, thank you, Tom. I really appreciate you joining us. Um, and thank you to all of our listeners for taking the time to join us today. Please give us feedback on our podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please make sure you subscribe, share, and like us. Um, you can visit our website at www.straylitzinternationalacademy.org for more information about this episode as well as resources and tips. And remember, it takes a whole community to build a strong foundation for our children to grow and develop. On behalf of SIA, thank you for joining us today and thank you for your partnership.